Hey, what's up? It's DeHuff. It's another episode of DeHuff Uncensored. I hope you're having a great day. Don't forget to hit that subscribe button wherever you're listening. And today's podcast is presented to you by Superbook Sports Colorado. A ton to get to today. Cannot wait. Now, this episode was supposed to air last week, but then I threw a Hail Mary and I was like, let's get Alfred Williams. Let's see if this works. And I blindsided him with a with an interview, essentially. I was like, here's the link to the Zoom call. Let's get you on. And he's like, okay, go listen to that interview if you haven't done so. Really good job by Alfred Williams. But the big thing was last week, this episode is to celebrate my two year podiversary. I've been doing this now for two years. You'd think I'd be better at it, but I'm not. I'm not. I'm complete garbage. But it was really cool to kind of sit back and before I, I set this, uh, uh, this episode up, I started thinking and going back to how things began with the podcast. My very first episode, I think two episodes, I did in my garage with a tape recorder, essentially is what it was, and a microphone. And and it's crazy to see how that evolved. Then I eventually conned my wife into letting me get into the living room upstairs and I did that for a while and then I eventually moved the desk down into the basement and now I have this little corner this little pocket in the basement and that's what I do my shows from and it, and it's actually you don't need a lot of space for a studio FYI for anybody wanting to start their own podcast you just need a little bit of room and it's great. It's crazy to see just from that element how things have evolved, just what I've been doing as far as social media, just surpassed over a thousand on Facebook. And it was it was just crazy. It was slow go on Facebook. And then all of a sudden it just blew up. And I say blow up and I only have over a thousand, but for a while I was stuck in like the like right at 500 and I'm like, Jesus Christ. And then literally like the other day, one of my videos just caught fire and then sure enough, boom, 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 like, 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 like. And that's really kind of one of those things, guys, if you're out there trying to get traction in social media, eventually it's one of something's going to catch. You just don't know what it is. And sure enough, something did. And by the time I'm done with this, I'll have, probably another couple hundred. It's crazy how that's happening right now, but that's, and, and listen, I am nowhere near to being successful at social media. It just, it's one of those things where shit goes that way. But now I can start making more money off of Facebook and eventually um, I'll retire because <laughs> of Facebook. No, that's not going to happen, but that's just really what it is, is, you know, I like to get a bigger uh, audience and, and Facebook allows that to happen. And plus they, they pay me a little bit on that. So anyway, <laughs> anyway, that's a big deal for me. If you haven't done it, go to the Huff Uncensored on Facebook. So you got to check it out. I think if you just do the Huff podcast, it shows up. But anyway, it, it, it's really exciting. A lot going on with the Podiversary. That's why that that episode with Alfred that was actually pretty special for me because I look at it and it's like, that was my celebration of the podcast being two years old. 
And what better person than Alfred Williams, a person that I, I just have a lot of respect for as a human being and a broadcaster and a former NFL lineman. It, you know, he he's just a great dude, great person. So it was really cool to, to share that time with him. So also last week, I went to the Mile High 420 Festival. That is fucking bizarre. There's a lot. of Listen, I got to be honest. I got to be honest. The crowd that went out there, you're a little bit odd. And that's okay. It's okay. I understand. It's good to be weird. It's the first time I've ever gone to a 420 festival, so I really wasn't sure what I would see. I'll tell you what. Smelled like weed. It did. <laughs> I met a lot of the vendors. There's a shit ton of vendors here in Colorado that uh, that revolve around marijuana, and it was a lot more than I realized. And apparently, that the ones that were at the festival, that's just the tip of the iceberg. There's even more out there. So I, I, I just can't even wrap my mind around that. So that was cool. I, w- I was lucky enough to go into a couple food trucks and shoot some video for Mile High Life. That video hopefully will be out today, but it was really cool. Jumping on the bandwagon sandwich company's food truck. It's 360 open. So you can see them from all angles. And it's just, they just made a kick ass Philly cheesesteak. And I got to be honest, as somebody that has traveled to Philadelphia, oh man, I don't know if I should say it, but I got to say it. It's certainly the best Philly cheesesteak I've had in Colorado. And it rivals rivals, I'd put it head-to-head with uh, the Philly cheesesteaks that I had at, like, say, Pat's in, is it Pat's? Whatever the famous one is out in Philadelphia. It, dude, they freaking killed it. Jerry, you're you're a magician. You're a magician on the grill. It's fantastic. So it was, re- it was really cool. It was a r- really interesting experience at the 420 Festival. I'll tell you what. My nose was so fucked up for the next like two days because of cigarette smoke and weed smoke. And it makes me go, man, I'm a pussy. I can't handle shit anymore. I was like, oh my God, my, my, my sinuses are just uh, outraged. I was so mad. I was like, fucking hippies. I'm just kidding. I'm kidding. But it, it was a lot of, it was a lot of interesting times out there. I went stopped by the, westward booth that they had out out there and i was just like i don't know if you guys know this but kip wilson here standing right next to me he won top influencer for colorado so boom and then they're like ha 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 yeah we know <laughs> like yeah you do but then i then i jokingly said who does kip have to make out with in order for me to get named best podcast and i'm clearly joking when i say that and they're like, well, there's a lot that goes into it. Not really that. And who does handle? And I'm like, oh, my God. <laughs> I'm like, oh, my God. I was joking. It's a joke. They're like taking it seriously. Like, well, no, you, you can make out with somebody, but that's not really going to help your chances. Uh, really? Who? Who is? It? And I'm like, Jesus Christ. I'm kidding. I don't care if I win an award until I win the, the award. That's the way everybody is. There's a bunch of people here in Colorado. They they had the Colorado Broadcasters Awards. I think it was last night. 
And a bunch of people on social media that I used to work with, like Tony V. I can't remember what station he's on now, but he won Best Afternoon Show, uh, you know, which is really cool. And he deserves it. He's such a good guy. There's all these people that are winning awards. And I always remember we would do this at when I worked at the radio station. You would put in your entry for the awards and then you'd be excited and hopeful that you get nominated. And then if you don't get nominated, you'd always do this. Well, that's just a stupid award anyway. <laughs> but then when you win it, you're like, holy shit, we're the best. Because <laughs> we won Mike and Scott, Mike Evans, Scott Hastings, and I, we won Best Midday Show in 2011. I think it was 2011, 2010, one of those. And we won Best Midday Show. Prior to that, any time that we entered and lost, you'd always sit there and trash talk it until you win. And then, yeah, <laughs> you're like, we're fucking awesome. We're the best. Who else has a Who else has a plaque? Anybody? No, none of you. None of you. <laughs> so... It, that's that's the way that's the way awards go. They're shit until you win them, and then you're like, "This is fucking amazing! I totally deserve this." Anyway, you know, speaking of deserving something, you guys deserve this. Let's jump into some headlines. Let's go! Let's go! And now, here are the headlines. <laughs> we tend to talk about good bosses and bad bosses. I want to get your opinion on this boss. Okay, and let me give you some background a little bit. At the end of a 75-minute town hall, Miller Knoll CEO and President Andy Owen was going to make herself go viral without realizing she was going to go viral. Why? Well, people are upset about bonuses. So let me play you the audio from her, then we'll react. Questions came through about how can we stay motivated if we're not going to get a bonus? What can we do? What can we do? Some of them were nice and some of them were not so nice. So I'm going to address this head on. The most important thing we can do right now is focus on the things that we can control. None of us could have predicted COVID. None of us could have predicted supply chain. None of us could have predicted bank failures. But what we can do is stay in front of our customers, provide the best customer service we can, get our orders out our door, treat each other well, be kind, be responsible respectful, focus on the future because it will be bright. It's not good to be in a situation we're in today, but we're not going to be here forever. It is going to get better. So lead, lead by example, treat people well, talk to them, be kind and get after it. Don't ask about what are we going to do if you don't get a bonus? Get the damn $26 million. Spend your time and your effort thinking about the $26 million we need and not thinking about what you're going to do if we don't get a bonus. All right, can I get some commitment for that? I would appreciate that. I had an old boss who said to me one time, you can visit Pity City, but you can't live there. So people, leave Pity City. Let's get it done. Thank you. Have a great day. <laughs> I love that. And I know that, okay, I'm kind of mixed on this. And, and the reason why I'm mixed is... Apparently, this lady who's giving this big, passionate speech about essentially you need to earn those bonuses. You're you're not guaranteed to get them. Okay, 
But uh, uh, apparently she took her $6.4 million bonus. Now, huh, it's such a twist, twist of emotions for me, because there's a lot of ways you can look at this. If you are a underperforming employee, do you deserve a bonus? No, you don't. Ultimately, this is bad optics for her. I get her where she's coming from. But I'm torn on whether she should have taken the $6.4 million bonus. It's bad optics. Being a, a good boss versus a shit boss, a lot of it has to do with optics. And it's bad optics if you say nobody is getting a bonus and then you're taking a bonus. Now, somebody out there did the math on it. They said Miller Knoll has 3,500 employees. She took a $6.4 million bonus. That means each employee could have got $1,828. Now, here's the thing. Here's the reality, folks, that we need to live in. Not everybody is a good employee. <gasps> I know. I know. It's shocking. It is. There's a lot of times, shit, like when I worked at the radio station right before I left, there's a bunch of people that think that they deserve so much more than they're putting out. In in companies where, where it's sales-motivated, like she's saying, go out there and get the blah, 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 whatever. It's really, it's a lot easier to track whether you deserve a bonus or not. But like where, where I came from, they didn't do bonuses anyway. It's fucking radio. But what I'm saying is people would be upset that they weren't getting raises in general. Like, but you do a shit job. That's the thing. Like you don't do... The bare minimum, and we've talked about this, and what is that? It's not silent. Yeah, the silent quitting. Isn't that the silent quitting thing where people just do bare minimum? If my job is to be cashier at McDonald's, I don't know why I'm using McDonald's, but whatever, then it's like I refuse to do anything other than that. And if you ask me to do something other than that, I'm not going to do any more than that. Guess who? who those people are in life. They're the people that don't get bonuses. They're the people that don't eventually get moved up and promoted. I understand. It's it's the cool thing to do nowadays is to do a half-ass job. <laughs> I get it. I get it. That's that's your thing because he saw it on TikTok and everybody's just like, uh, I, I am not going to work my butt off for shit money. Well, welcome to fucking reality, douchebags. That's what we all have to do. Ask anybody that has worked their way from the bottom to the top. Guess what? You have to fucking grind. We were just talking to Alfred Williams last week about that. Success isn't going to be handed to you. You might stumble upon success, but ultimately you are still going to have to grind one if, if you haven't found it yet, if, if you want success, you got to grind to get it. If you stumble upon it, you're still going to have to grind to keep it. So shut the fuck up when it comes to 
well, I've worked here for so long, I deserve a raise or I deserve a bonus. We don't have the employee handbook for this company that says what their bonuses are based off of. We don't. I will say the optics are shit on her for taking an alleged $6.4 million bonus. But you could sit there and argue both sides of it. Maybe she is doing a shit ton of work and keeping her crap employees afloat along with her company. So she does deserve it. But they don't. But here's the other thing. like They're saying nobody got bonuses as far as the employees go. That's a little hard to believe. Because wouldn't you think that out of the 3,500 employees, there'd be at least a couple that were like, dude, you're above and beyond. Okay. Maybe they did do that. And maybe they did like quietly, like, listen, Carol, you are awesome. You're amazing. You're certainly not a Todd. <laughs> Todd is it. We can't fire him, <laughs> but that's a whole nother reason. He's got pictures. Anyway, Carol, you deserve a bonus. Man, bonuses, here's the thing. Sometimes you get them, sometimes you don't. But it's a bad look on this CEO because she shouldn't have taken that bonus. Let me know what you think. Should she, should she have taken the bonus? What are your thoughts on bonuses? Because the way I look at it as somebody that was, you know, on different levels of working, and I know a lot of, as far as industries, I know a lot of people in a lot of other industries, and I know how bonuses tend to work. It's based off of performance, and they're not guaranteed. Sometimes you get good bonuses. Sometimes you get okay bonuses. And sometimes you just don't get shit. And there's not much you can do about that, especially if it's based on performance and overall performance of the company. So anyway... I do I, I I do think that we should be making t-shirts revolving around Pity City because that's fucking hilarious. And I want to use that. Whoa, 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 whoa. You can stop by Pity City, but you can't stay there. Get the fuck out. <laughs> oh, my God. That'd be great. Pity City. Oh, do you live in Pity City? Do you got a one-bedroom or a two-bedroom? I heard rent's pretty cheap there. Let me know your thoughts on that lady it, uh, in that whole situation. Just give me your take on it. She took a bonus, but nobody else got a bonus. And then she kind of ripped them, ripped into people that were basically going, well, I'm here. I deserve a bonus. It's, so let me know your thoughts. To Huff Uncensored at gmail.com or at to Huff Podcast. Thanks to ifuckinglovescience.com for... This story, and it, it's it's obviously a story you've you've heard about. The flight of SpaceX's Starship it ended poorly with an explosion. the The rocket was the tallest and most powerful powerful launch vehicle ever. It was the biggest one ever built, and the first one to be designed to be fully reusable. Now, the bad side is. It exploded about three minutes into the flight after it failed to separate from its super heavy booster. Now, here's the thing. 
Elon Musk said before the launch that there's a 50-50 chance this is going to work. And there, you know, that's just the way you got to look at it. You got to break some eggs to make some omelets. It's cliche, but it's fucking true. And let's just throw this in there because I like to say it is success is built upon failure. So it exploded, yes, and everybody on social media is ripping, you know, Elon Musk, be like, uh, classic Elon Musk, fucking shit up, doesn't know how to build a, uh, you know, a rocket ship. Well, neither do you, dickhead. That's why he has smart people build it for him. And they knew that this might happen. And he's planning on having a, he says there's like an 80% chance of a successful Starship launch later this year. They're not worried. They're learning from their mistakes. That's the way you got to look at it, guys, is sometimes shit happens. You just got to learn from your shit. But that being said, by the way, I got to say this. The the large amount of people that are ripping Elon Musk are on Twitter. <laughs> and I think that's funny. Like They're like, oh, him and his shit platform. You're on it. <laughs> You're on it, you dumbass. So anyway, it's, by the way, Starship is a part of the Artemis program. Since it is capable of being refueled in orbit, Starship will be used as the craft that will take astronauts from lunar orbit to the surface of the moon. Musk, and, and that's where Musk said that he thinks that there's an 80% chance of a successful Starship launch later this year. So I don't think it's as big of a deal as all the haters want to say it is. It It is embarrassing. It's a lot of resources just down the drain, essentially, because it blew up. <laughs> but it's pretty cool that they're they're doing this. Is it necessary to go to the moon? No, it's not. I still think ultimately we should be focusing more on fixing the shit that's here on earth, like water and God knows what else, but, uh, whatever, Elon, that's cool. That being said, like, like I always say, I make, I bag on that, but I'd be more than happy to take a, once every, all the kinks are ironed out, I'd be more than happy to go on a space shuttle and go to the moon. That'd be fucking awesome. So I don't know anybody that would turn that down now, like right now. Yes. Where it's not common and shit will blow up on you every now and then. But once they get that shit figured out, I'd be more than happy to do that. Hey, we got more coming your way, but first baseball's back. Hockey and hoops are in playoff mode. So let's make it all count with spring this spring with Superbook sports. Superbook Sports Colorado is the best wagering app around with a direct line to experienced bookmakers behind the counter in Las Vegas. Plus, get a $250 bonus when you sign up, deposit, and wager in the same day. Don't let spring pass you by without winning with Superbook Sports. Visit Superbook.com for terms and conditions. If you got a gambling problem, call 1-800-522-4700. This is kind of gross, but interesting. And I'll tell you why here in a second. A woman confessed that she's worn the same jeans for 18 years, but she's never washed them. Here's, I know that sounds gross, but, but I oddly enough watched a documentary or a show, The World According to Jeff Goldblum. 
And he talked to somebody that that's what their their job is, is they, one, they go hunting for old blue jeans and they're worth thousands of dollars, which is bizarre. It's like the old school ones, the, the people wearing jeans, working in the mines type of era. But anyway, they were talking about blue jeans will last a long freaking time if you spot wash them. So if you get a little bit of dirt on them, you just wash them with a rag and whatever, and that's it. Not You don't put them through the whole laundry cycle, and they'll last forever, apparently. So while I think that that's kind of gross, and you got to wonder, even if she spot washes, those jeans have to be kind of smelly, don't you think? Don't you think? Around the back end area, don't, don't you think? I'm just saying, today when you're done, Make sure nobody's looking and take off your pants and smell your back end. I'm just saying, imagine that times 18 years. Probably not as good as she thinks it is. It's a little bizarre. Come on. After 18 years, like, do you think she'd panic if, like, somebody threw her jeans in the wash? <laughs> like, no! <laughs> My one claim to fame! What's your one claim to fame? She hasn't. Uh, she's worn the same jeans for 18 years. Never washed them. Wow. Is that why you married her, Grandpa? Nope. Nope. Didn't know that was going to happen. <laughs> I would. Uh, I would walk the other way. So I don't. I don't know about that shit. That's kind of gross. I get it. But I'm more than happy with uh, <laughs> with with washing my jeans. Don't give a shit. You know what I do give a shit about? Getting into the mailbag. Mailbag. You've got mail. <laughs> this comes in from Matt OFP. He said, we need your take on the Rockies start to the season. It's been beautiful to watch. Obviously, he's being sarcastic because the Colorado Rockies, as of right now, are the third worst team in Major League Baseball. They're right behind the Royals and soon-to-be Las Vegas Athletics. By the way, did you not see that? That the Athletics are buying property in Las Vegas, and then just another team to leave Oakland. Poor Oakland, man. They used to have the Raiders. They used to have the Athletics. And now everybody's like, nah, fuck Oakland. Fuck them. Let's go to Vegas. <laughs> okay. But anyway, the Rockies are a horseshit organization. That being said, if, if I could go out there and throw a first pitch that'd be great <laughs> i don't think it's gonna happen when i start the conversation off with they are a horseshit organization clearly they're not fully invested in getting the right product on the field they're all about the experience in the stands until that gets flip-flopped or at least balanced out where there there's plenty of focus on the fans of course as well as the product on the field. Until that gets fixed, this team, it, it's its just not worth investing your time and your money in. If you're a baseball fan, hey, you may be one of those people that just go, you know what, I don't care, I, I just like baseball, I'll watch it. Okay, that's fine, I get it. We'll never change your mind. But for all the people out there that are on, you know, on the fence, like me, it's like, I'm not going to waste my time. I'd rather just mindlessly scroll through Instagram or TikTok, stupid shit like that, instead of watching the Rockies. Just 
don't see the point. They're an embarrassment. You see the other organizations in the state doing well in trying to make changes for good. You got the CU Buffs going going big and, and landing Deion Sanders as their head football coach. Will it translate into wins? Hopefully. But they're at least trying to make a big sl- splash into making their product good. You got the Denver Broncos doing the same thing. Yeah, they fucked up with Nathaniel Hackett, but now they got Sean Payton and they got Russell Wilson. We'll see if he does better, but at least at least on paper it seems like that they're trending in the right direction that they they have learned from their mistake and they're they're trying to move forward. You got the Nuggets and Avs doing well per usual. But then you got the Colorado Rockies, and they're just a fucking joke here. You bring up the Rockies. I don't know anybody that's really a Rockies fan that's under the that's over the age of 10. I don't know anybody that's a Rockies fan. You might enjoy baseball, but you're not. I don't know if you can really. Maybe you are. Maybe you are. But how the fuck do you deal with that shit? Oh, God. And it makes it worse because there's so many fucking games with the Rockies. It's just like, we just got to deal with this crap. They, they've they won six games. And literally, the Royals have won, what was it? I think they've won five. And then the Athletics have won four. So they're they're right there at the bottom. They're debatable if they're not one of the worst. If they're not the worst team in in baseball right now, it's a joke. It, it's really, really frustrating to be a sports fan in Colorado when you look that look at the Rockies and they're just not doing well. That being said, it's baseball. Shit could just change all of a sudden. A, a switch gets flipped, and next thing you know, boom, the Rockies are back in it. But I live in reality. That's most likely not going to happen. It's not going to happen. This comes in on Gmail from Tim. He says, sitting at the Burnt Church Distillery in South Carolina, enjoying an old-fashioned because of your recommendation on your podcast. Tasty. Keep up the good work. And then he said, when will you have a DeHuff on Censored shirt? It will travel with me wherever I go. Cheers, Tim. First of all, you're welcome, Tim. And if you get a good old-fashioned, it's awesome. But, but if you get one that is just not up to your expectations or it's just like they don't know how how to make it. Oh, it's just going to it's going to make you mad, Tim. It's going to make you mad. I want to get new shirts, but it's just a matter of raising the funds to do so, but I I have some ideas already mapped out uh, of what they should look like and I have I have some they're all fun. It's not just the logo. It'll be some, you know, fun basic art on it, but it's something that you'd want to wear around town. So I, I have the ideas. It's just a matter of getting the funds for it. So we'll see. We'll see how it goes. Maybe somehow I get a sponsor and put a sponsor on one of the sleeves and that, that will help cover the cost. But it, it's just money, guys. It's just that's what it is. I'm just waiting. I'm waiting on the, the magic money tree to just sprout up in my backyard. That'd be fucking nice. It would be. Don't think it's gonna happen. Although I keep I keep burying pennies back there. By the way, am I the only one that gets pennies and I'm like fuck, fucking pennies and I just toss them somewhere? 
I have I've probably I've probably ended up like losing and somehow throwing away at least a couple thousand dollars worth of pennies throughout my life because it's just you see them and you're like what the fuck am I going to do with a penny except for throw it at somebody or put it on a railroad track and then see it get smashed that's what I do with pennies right that's it anyway thank you guys so much for making the past 2 years just amazing it, i i can't thank you enough and it's it's fun it's fun i look forward to this i love reading your comments whatever they are like tim sending me a message to dehuffuncensored at gmail.com. He's in South Carolina listening, drinking. I all have to assume that that was like 10 o'clock in the morning that Tim was drinking. <laughs> I'll just assume that. I have no, I have no way to uh, you know, confirm that, but I'll just assume. You know, so many of you guys reach out on a regular basis, and I appreciate that, and and. It's always encouraged, but I understand understand a lot of you guys, you you don't have time to do that. That's cool. I get it, dicks. But um, <laughs> it's 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 fun. I love interacting with you guys. If you ever have an idea, uh, a story, or just feedback, or anything that you want to relay to me, I, I, I love to hear from you. DeHuffUncensored.gmail.com, or you can hit me up on my socials, at Podcast. Guys, I appreciate you. I, I can't say it enough. Where was I? I? I sent an email to somebody the other day. Brock, I I lost something. And I said, hey, is there any chance that this thing that I paid for, can you guys uh, track it down and forward it back to me so I can get my kids into this one facility? And they're like, absolutely. And by the way, I love the podcast. <laughs> I was like, dude, that's awesome. I love it. So thanks, Brock, for listening. It's really neat, the the amount of people that I run into that that have embraced the podcast for its weirdness and just, you know, just you and I just doing our thing. And and I, I love it. So thank you guys so much. So, so freaking much. It's fun. I don't even know what to say anymore. I, I just, I'm just so proud of what you and I have created together and, and let's move forward. Let's make this thing even bigger and better. So if you're able, go ahead and share it if you can, or at least say, Hey, it doesn't have to be every episode, although I'd love you even more, but every now and then, if you could uh, share it on your social platform, Hey, if you guys want a good laugh today, check this one out. Or I can't believe he said this. What a moron. <laughs> Stuff like that. That's fine. And then post it. There you go. I'll love you forever. But anyway, thank you guys so much for listening. Let's let's make this next year even better. So I I know it's it's April, but I'm looking at this. This is my this is my uh, New Year's. So I it's gonna be great. It's gonna be great. Uh, let's make sure make sure you hit that subscribe button if you haven't done so already. Thanks so much to Superbook Sports Colorado. It's to Huff Uncensored. Let's keep moving forward. I'll talk to you next time.